0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Chase the Dream, Pammy, and Ian Silver back butler in the house. And this is not the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eight, nine, whatever you want to call it. Of, this is the first shot podcast. Ian Butler. What's up, my man? Tell me. What Tell time? me what's going on.
1: Nothing much, man. I uh have a little rasp in my voice because I've been running around the last four days in Vegas at Rocky Mountain Nationals. And while I was at Rocky Mountain, you wasn't in Vegas. <laughs> you was in hey, Canada.
0: I was in Canada hustling, grinding. Actually, yeah. I don't know if I can say hustling or grinding, but USC <laughs> 289 in Canada. Yeah, baby. I Dan Egay, Dan 50K, Egay. 50K. See him come out on top um while we're up there. You know, great experience for me. Um, as a really a, a young MMA coach, right? I've been in wrestling a long time, but a young MMA coach who's learning the sport of MMA, it's a whole new puzzle. And so um, man, I was I was so grateful to be up there and and just be around different coaches and and pick their minds and pick their brains about what they're doing and, and, and how they're, how they're coaching their athletes, what they're teaching, how they're blending their styles together with what they're doing. Right. Because, you know, as a, as a uh, MMA uh, fighter, you know that being able to blend striking and wrestling and Muay Thai and jujitsu and um and, and then understanding strategy and tactics and, refereeing and scoring all those kind of things it's a whole different game so um it's really a hands-on experience but had a great time man um great crowd in canada at the at the rogers arena there they had you know twenty thousand 000 people I think almost sold out so but good to get back home to las vegas and and back to work we're about a month out from fargo um, fargo yeah baby we got about 20, a little over, we got about 21 kids from Gold Rush, uh, about ready to go, and about oh about 50 for Team Nevada. So we will be looking to go out there and get some hardware.
1: Is that all is that a record number for Nevada so far? As you've been there no, so it's, far.
0: It's up there. I don't think it's it's the most yet. I think one year they had up near 60. Um, okay. but
1: we're <laughs> not too far off from jumping those numbers yeah dude i'll be at fargo too baby um unique situation i have to actually leave early because i'm fighting september july 22nd for subversus for combat jiu-jitsu so i'm not staying for the greco so yeah 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 yeah. you have to stay for the greco bro sorry bro (laughs) you
0: know what i'm okay with it get some uh 10 days in fargo
1: Dude, dude I oh, actually think this is the first time we're actually going to be at a tournament together. In how long since Fargo last year, bro? Since Fargo last
0: year? Don't even you don't even care about me anymore. Don't even <laughs> care. <about> me, <laughs> um, Golden Knights,
1: yeah. State yeah, champions. Let's go. Yep. Yep. Damn, dude, Las Vegas is killing it. You had uh what was that WNBA team?
0: The Aces? Aces last year, Aces the Knights, the Golden Knights this year. Yeah. Um, and then Gold Rush Wrestling next
1: year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know for what, but I'm not saying Gold Rush Wrestling.
1: Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. And then after Fargo, we're busy. After Fargo. Let's see. So Burris is July 22nd, Silverback is hosting our first ever tournament. The Silverback open is going to be July 29th and at least Viejo. So yeah. if you want a little cool little vacation by the beach and want to come wrestle, July 29th, hit me up. DM me. Come through. I,
0: I gotta put that. Hey, if you do a shared uh Instagram post on Silverback tomorrow, I'll um I'll make sure that gets up on the on the gold rush one and and you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll uh, I'll look to support you. I won't be there. I'm just coming back from Fargo, and yeah. Cody has the fight in uh, August, August 19th in Boston. So I'll be kind of wow. gearing up for that. And uh, yeah, so but let's jump in, man. Let's jump in. Get after it. Talk some shot. Yeah. Chop it up. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, <clears throat> topic for today. Why? question is why there's a great book out there called start with why written by uh an author called simon sinek incredible book i i highly highly encourage every high school kid every college kid even every adult to go ahead and read through this book um and really for me personally stepping back and trying to do this consistently each day um, is difficult. It takes intentionality. I'm not going to say I hit every day, but most every day I come back to my, why my purpose, why I'm doing what I'm doing. Why Mm -hmm. am I coaching wrestling? Why am I running a business? Why am I mentoring hundreds of kids? Right. Why am I, you know, why am I, uh, why am I doing jujitsu? I go back to my why in the things that I do. And especially the things that, that, I'm passionate about. Right. And so I talked to the kids this week, our high school kids about coming into practice. And I'm sure you can attest to this before I talk about it though, when you come into practice each day, right? What is your mentality? What are you thinking about? What are you dwelling on? Um, you know, what, what, what are you doing in preparation for practice that day?
1: You want to talk about practice? I'm I'm talking about practice. 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 I'm about You're to say about everything. Man, I'm about to say this practice is everything. <clears throat> like, we ain't talking about the tournament. <laughs> we, ain't talk, we ain't talking about like getting your hand raised and everything. Practice is everything. And then, um, me being an older athlete, um, the key thing is to learn. That's that's it, bro. Um, I kind of changed my mental focus a lot. I have like a new little head coach and name Eddie Bravo and uh and he's just like, bro, we're just here to just learn, to experiment things and to just get better. I'm trying to put more tools in my tool belt at practice right i'm not trying to win practice i'm trying to learn practice right i'm not afraid to make mistakes check the ego out the door i don't care in jiu-jitsu if i get tapped i don't care if i get taken down i'm just trying to learn things put more tool in my toolbox and practice is everything so i can have a lot of tools when i go out there and compete on the big stage that's what practice is all about for me that's my mindset of practice right now i muted
0: it just in case i'm i'm coming to you from casa de Pami. so the <laughs> uh, waterfall's on in the background so i'm hoping it's not drowning out all the noise and the conversations that we're having right
1: not even here
0: how intentional are you during the day you're getting ready for practice it's it's four or five six hours away you know then you're you know three hours two hours one hour Are you are you doing anything intentionally on the front end as you're getting ready for a uh, for a practice?
1: Yes, what I'm doing is just getting my mindset ready, man, and then making sure I'm eating good food before bro, and I'm not eating freaking uh, fried chicken sandwiches or like anything bad, especially especially if I have something coming up. Right. I'm eating clean, making sure I'm hydrated. I'm showing up to practice early with my foam roller. So I can roll out and making sure no injuries are are going to happen during practice as well. I mean, anything can happen. But I'm trying to do everything on a preventative standpoint before I get into practice as well. Right? And then make sure you just like, and I also want to make sure that uh, when I show up to practice, I'm actually, people go to practice, but they're not actually there at practice, which means like they're not locked in. Right. People just go to practice and just wing it. I just want to make sure that I'm locked in mentally focused for the day, making sure I'm learning everything. And then uh when you do that, like it's just like uh you've been at practice before when you're going over a move a thousand times, but somebody says something different and it just clicks for you, right? You just gotta make sure you're just locked in so you can just get everything. So you're telling me that you're intentional. I'm intentional. It's intentional. not a
0: passive thing, but an intentional. Preparation each day.
1: prep Intentional preparation each day to learn something new at practice.
0: You and I have talked about this before, Is practice being a uh, data, information, gathering information, what's working, what's not. So I kind of bring this, you know, I kind of bring this back around with conversation happened with our High school kids, my high school kids is the importance of every day when you come into practice, know your why and have a purpose. Don't come into practice and and, and be passive about what you're trying to do and what you're trying to achieve. Great greatness and success is not ever a passive endeavor. It's not something that you are just passively chasing after something. You can't passively chase after something. I guess you can, but you're only going to get so far. But those who learn to be intentional. And have a why and have a purpose when they come into the practice room. Those are the ones that are gonna be able to find the ability to dig deep when moments get hard. They're gonna be the ones that are able to refocus when maybe other people are not focusing, right? They're the ones that, hey, it's, we, we had fun. We, 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 we warmed up playing a game, but now it's time to turn it over and flip that switch into, I need to take someone's head off today, right?
1: Yep. So
0: the, the, the intentionality of, of, of the why right i think and this could be like this can be drawn out in so many different ways so in that in that book um start with why simon simon sinek talks about um the why as part of not just as people but as 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 businesses as teams as um corporations whatever it might be those are so important because those are the things that that people should make their decisions on. Right. Those are the, those are the values. Those are the things that when people look at, you know, they look at a a team they want to be a part of or a school they want to go to or, or, or a a club they want to be a part of. They're looking at the, at at the mission. They're looking at the values. They're looking at those things that really encompass that company or that team's why. Right. And so I bring that back to the kids and saying, it's so important that they know their why in doing this sport. They have values and a purpose in doing this sport because that also helps them make decisions when the time comes, right? When they're deciding on colleges, when they're deciding on workplaces, you know, I had some kids that tell me one kid yesterday and, and, and just said, Hey, I wanted to prove to myself. Cause I asked them why wrestling? One of them said, you know, I want to prove to myself that I, that, that I can do this sport that's extremely difficult. I had another kid. That talked about, you know, they 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 want the sport as a way to get to college and get a scholarship and get their academics and get schooling paid for. I had another kid who said, um, the camaraderie and 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 the, the 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 team aspect, right? So it's so interesting to hear all these different whys of why why kids are in wrestling, you know, why they're doing what they're doing, but getting them to think about it and think about their purpose when they step into the wrestling room or the classroom even. Right. So I'm going off on a, on a, on a, on a, on a tangent here uh, about starting, you know, about having a why, having a purpose. You no, know, it's,
1: it's, it's a good tangent though. Like it's, it's very important. It's very important for everything you just said. Right. Like what is, why comes with a purpose. Right. <laughs> right. So like, I, I think it's really important. Right. You know, I, I, uh, for me coming from humble beginnings, like my is just like, I love wrestling, but if your goal is to make it out and to get an education, RBY is one of them too, dude. He came from humble beginnings too. And when he goes to Penn State, he's like living the life, bro. Like, you know, he got like a full ride. He has housing, he has food and everything. Like that could literally just change his life and set him up for the better. So like, it's, it's I think it's very important. Everybody's why is going to be different, you know, right. stuff like that. But I, uh, but I think everybody's why is different. But I think, everybody's goal is to be a champion is almost the same, <laughs> you know? So yeah, I think it's really important what you just I, said.
0: Yep. Yeah, 100%. Right. And you said, your why, you know, your why getting in wrestling coming from humble beginnings. You, you wanted to make it out. You know, my why thinking back on wrestling is I value hard work. I love hard work. And I love the thing I love about work the most is setting something in front and, and, and in front of me and committing to whatever that is a thousand percent, right? And 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 conquering it. Right. And any any endeavor, anything that you're trying to do takes starts with hard work, right? Yep. No great thing was achieved just like again, like someone just passively sitting back. And hard work kind of takes form differently, right? Hard work doesn't mean you have to be out like talking to a thousand people or just driving around doing stuff. Hard work can manifest itself in in, in different ways, right? I was just in North Dakota a couple of weeks ago, and, and um seating. It's I don't you know, I don't know all this stuff, but there's seating right now, and uh, they just finished up uh, about a week or two ago. But this guy works from seven, seven in the morning. And gets home at 10, 11 o'clock, and goes to bed, rinse and repeat, and does this for for however many three, four, five, six weeks until until the fields are seeded, right? Like that's that that's that's a form of hard work, right? Another form is hey, you're 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 trying to trying to build a a social media following, right? Like that still takes work, you know, takes commitment, (sighs) you know. Um, but in sports as well, there's no there's training smarter but training smarter still requires hard work, right? Training smarter doesn't mean, yeah, maybe you're not practicing seven times a day, but are you spending time in film? Are you spending any time visualizing? Are you spending any time making your diet better? Are you spending time making your weight training better, getting your cardio better, getting your wrestling better? There's so many different things and so many facets to the phrase, you know, work smarter and not harder, you know? Doesn't mean it's easier, just hey, smarter is, is is not always nose nose to the grind. Sometimes it is nose to the grind. You know what I'm yep. saying?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. Um, I totally agree. When did you finally think about smarter? Like, I always thought like working smarter was taking it easy, <laughs> right? But when did you when do you finally start correlating that like, oh man, like like oh like maybe you don't have to lift heavy maybe you just do a band workout today, right? Because like you're really beat up, right? Or maybe like yo, if you can't run your knees sore, you better get on that assault bike and do your sprints instead of sprinting up the hill. Why don't you do the assault bike and sprint here because it's less wear and tear, right? Right. Like when you start correlating that, when do you start getting that? You know.
0: Me as an athlete is always kind of hard, difficult, because the perfectionist in me wanted to be great at everything. Right. right? Um, but I would say as an athlete, I, I I really struggled with just I really struggled with the harder not smart. I always felt like I had to be, because when I was younger. Right. And you know, this is as, as, as an athlete, as you start to get older, when I was younger, yeah, it was fine. I could lift in the morning, practice hard, get an extra drill in, and go for a run. Like I could get three or four workouts a day and be recovered and just fine. As I got older, though, and got on the international level, it was different. And I have said this before personally, I had a tough time making the flip over to the international side where I I just kind of realized like you can't go hard all year long, 12 months a year. You can't just grind all year long. You know, you got to give your mind breaks and, and downtime and yeah, you're still training and working, you know, you're working, but pedal to the metal all year long. No, you know? And so I would say as an athlete, I knew it, but it didn't really sink in. Yep. Right. It took a while to sink in. I'd say later on in my career, I understood it better and I kind of slowly figured out how to apply that phrase smarter, not harder. And really like really apply it, not just know it, hear it. Cause we all hear it. Wrestling coaches love to say, ah, oh, we're going to work smarter, not harder. You know, what does it really mean? And then now me as a coach, you know, seeing it from the outside at different levels, all the way from our like three-year-old kids that are in our gym all the way up through our high school. And then up to the, you know, MMA guys is, um, there's so many facets that you've got to be able to manage and be good at, you know, in wrestling, sometimes wrestling is still pretty ancient in what it does. I think we are evolving. Um, we are evolving as a sport, um, where we are learning to be smarter and use science and different things like that, um, to help our recovery, help our training. So um long way to answer your question but later in my career I learned it I always knew it but I really learned it later on Yep,
1: yep. I think it's really important uh to 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 really put that into play I I'm probably still learning that now right like yo um especially being older as an athlete right like a little bit smarter like it just uh Yo, maybe you can't run those three miles, but you can get on the salt bike though. You can get on the rower, though, right? Like more than anything. And then I think also too, my another why, right? Because you want to go into such a why. Um, when did you? I I think also too, another big part of my why of why I do it is because uh, it's a very important thing. I I love having fun with it, bro. I got, I think like, I think the burnout effect is true and then it happens, but I'm probably having more love learning and, and growing right now more than anything in my life right now. Right. So I, I I believe like there's probably a point in your life when you're just like, dude, I just love this. Right. And stuff like that. And I think sometimes in the process, the love out of it sometimes come out of it because there's a lot of pressure of like, we got to win this, we got to do this. Right. But I think also uh, the gratitude of, uh, I probably learned it more. Like I said, there's more stuff I learned now than anything of just like coming back from a torn ACL and just being gratitude that I can just go out there and compete. Right. Then you just remember, just like, you just love this. Right. And I think the why, another why am I, is like, Oh, at one point in my life was to make it out, but now I made it. Right. And I think another why, or why I do it is just, I just love it. Right. And I think if you love it, the process is a little bit more easy. Just falling in love with the process.
0: Yeah. And personal for me, personal growth. I it's something I've always valued. I remember a quote that I put years ago in college is um, kind of paraphrasing it how how I said it, right. but I talked about um, my passion to see people grow, right And growth, seeing people grow starts with you growing first, right? you gotta you, got yeah. you got you got you gotta do that and um but I value personal growth and the things that I do. some the things that I choose to do, it's not just something that I'm doing to get a paycheck or make money. Those are really hard to like, um, it's really hard for me to just do something without seeing value in it and helping me grow so that I can help others grow. That's kind right. of the lens I look at any choices that I make or, or even any difficult situations that I might face is how am I going to grow through this, right? What's what's kind of the next evolution of my growth, the next step of my growth. If there's one thing I really learned from my, you know, and I learned this from my mom, man, it's like, man, my mom was a hard worker, never, you know, never took, never took no for an answer, you know, and she, uh, uh, she, she would work herself to the bone kind of thing. right? Um, she would work herself like to the bone. Um, but, but I know that for her, like sometimes, the, the, the thing she, even though she worked hard because she loved helping people, right? She loved doing taxes because she loved helping. People. She loved doing real estate. So, you know, for my life, like I'm, I love personal growth, man. And that's a yep. why in the things that I do. Why am I a coach? But sometimes it is hard, dude. Sometimes it is difficult, like the, the wins and the losses and the tournaments. And it is hard to stay focused on the process. But I love seeing athletes, especially young kids i high school has always been a favorite age of mine because they're so they're 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 young they're impressionable but they're also learning to think for themselves you know and so get the opportunity to work with high school you know it 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 kind of helps set them on a path forward for what they're what they're instilling values before they kind of get on this path that they're set on right um so It's, it's a huge part of why it's probably the biggest, one of the biggest parts of why I do what I do, coaching, wrestling, leading, mentoring, running a business, all of it. It's because there's personal growth for me, but I know that. And I always pray and hope that personal growth turns into helping others grow and achieve their goals and achieve their dreams. Right. For sure. For
1: sure, dude. Um, It's, it's, uh, you can't help yourself. You can't help others. Right, I think I think that's a powerful quote. Um, yeah, man, I I uh, personal growth is freaking huge, man. I I, I believe that. Um, I'm probably understanding that more now than anything, uh, um, dude. It's so huge. It's so huge, man. Um, how is your personal growth? Um, because you're going through changes in your life right now too, right? So, how is your personal growth? Going over to MMA and coaching MMA because that's a new parameter. So you have to probably learn new things. I think one of the most important things that I was really impressed on when I came out to visit, right? And I was going and I was fighting Andy Varela for the title. And you're like, Ian, like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that, right? And you're still asking questions, and you're still asking even when I had my coach Alex come out. Was just like, hey, can I see that one more time? Can I see this? I think your personal growth is now coming from like being an MMA coach now because it's a new parameter, right?
0: No. Yeah, dude. It's a, um, like I said, when I went to Canada, dude, I probably asked a hundred questions or more to, to different coaches. Yes. Different it, because um, again, you can't, I can't walk into a MMA practice, even a MMA wrestling practice and treat it straight up like a wrestling practice. Like I run a high school practice. No way, no way. And to kind of answer that, right. Or kind of, you know, on that is I'm personally, I'm not just, when I go to wrestling tournaments, guess what? I'm not just coaching. I'm finding other coaches at at, at tournaments and, and asking them, Hey, what are you doing for your club? How are you managing this? How are you coaching your kids? How are you getting your youth kids to to understand this? How are you working with your high school kids? How are you delicate? It's just for me, be, I, Joey McKenna said this, we had him on a zoom call a couple years ago, um, back during COVID and, and we had him on with all of our, like all of our gold rush kids. And I'll never forget one of the things he said was be curious. And it's something that's so simple, so, so simple, right. But be freaking curious, man. That's one thing that I would say as an athlete, I wish I did a better job of it's just, I was curious, but not curious enough. You know, not to where I was willing to ask questions and and really change and and think differently about the puzzle of freestyle and international wrestling. It's different. College wrestling is one game; it's one level. But every time you jump a new level, it's a new puzzle. It's difficult. You go from high school to college; it's different. What worked in high school does not work in college, right? Oh, now you're an all-American in college or you're a national champ. Guess what? What worked when you were climbing the hill. Is different than what's going to keep you on the hill so you yeah. you've got to talk with people that are on the hill to understand how to how to be on the hill right and then you go from college to, oh now we're an international right like now now you're on a different level and you got to ask questions and you got to figure out what is that hill like now you're climbing a new hill right to establish yourself and and um and and uh so be curious right be curious Ask people around you, ask lots of questions, good questions. Sometimes I get people that just ask questions, ask questions. I'm like, what do we like? What's what's
1: like you knew the answer to that? You knew the <laughs> answer to that. You knew the answer. Don't don't raise your hands and practice just so you yeah. so you get fucking a little attention.
0: You knew the yeah. answer
1: to that. And if you want to see it again, just say I want to see it again. <laughs> yeah. So no, nah, dude, that was huge, man. That that is uh that is big. So um, yeah, man. Let's. What is your parting words for this episode?
0: Know your why. Know your purpose, kids, high school kids, even adults listening this podcast. Stop every once in a while, taking inventory. You know, every other week or every week or every month. What's your why? You're just going through. You just going through the days, just doing what you're doing as a. You know, I'm not a parent, right? But you're just going through the motions and, 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 or, or do you have a why and a purpose in what you're doing? Right. Take value of that. Cause those are the things that, that, that are going to, uh, those are the things that drive you. And those are the things that help you reach deep, uh, deep inside to to do more than you thought.
1: Yeah. My part in words is once you figure out your why it's practice, 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 practice. You want to talk about practice, not the game, but practice. <laughs> That's <laughs> Yes, yes, sir. So that's where you can figure out your curiosity to answering questions and everything. That's where everything goes down, right? And once you figure out your why, practice. Right. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> All, All right. right.
0: You guys have a great week. This is the First Shot Podcast signing
1: out. Peace. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh, yeah. That's me